The unbelieving believers, the intellectuals, those the Bible says that are wise in their own conceit. Are you ready? He said, but the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. And you need not that any man teach you. He said, this, no man can teach it to you. All I'm explaining is the environment, how it happens. But the anointing itself that's in you has to teach you. So if you're not paying attention to what God has already done in you, for who is in you to educate you, to instruct you, to open your eyes. You walk around with the Holy Ghost and still as blind as a bat. And when life hits you, you're trying to resolve it by thinking. Not by unction. He said, and you need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teaches you of all things. You notice, the anointing in you is supposed to teach you. You should be learning. Every day you wake up, you go to school. But it's happening within you. While you're driving down, he's teaching you. <laughs> While you're walking, he's teaching you. While you're getting dressed, he's teaching you. He will come and tell you, you know, this is how you do your makeup. Don't wear this. Amen. Wear that. Amen. Hey. But when you're not listening, you run into the roadblock. You're always from one crisis to another. When did you learn from the anointing that abides in you? You're busy talking on the phone 24-7. He said the anointing is supposed to teach you. That's where unctions come from. You'll start learning. There's a weather issue here. You see now, you see this guy? He's a thief. And your mind said, well, no, that's not possible. I've known him for years. You all right? You're ready. You're about to be taken. He will tell you things. <laughs> so the anointing. He said, a man cannot teach you this. Yes. I can explain it to you and lead you to it. In the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, in the Psalms, they were struggling with how to describe the experience. And, and David would write, commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Amen. And you hear things like, be still and know 
that I'm God. They're telling you that something will happen to you in your heart when you start paying attention to what God is speaking. You don't solve life with this. You solve life with this. Watch it. But the anointing which you have received of him abided in you, and you need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you, look, of all things. In other words, there is nothing except. This anointing will teach you. I remember I gave you a testimony some years ago. I went to Elder Thomas's mom's funeral. That day, it was like the demons that control wind in America came to Georgia that day. The winds were so strong, if you're trying to come into Atlanta, that the tractor trailer was going faster than the airplane. So we were coming back into Atlanta with two engines blaring. I was doing somewhere like 90 miles an hour. That's all you could get. The winds were so strong. So. They changed the runway at Peachtree DeKalb Airport. This runway is hardly ever used. But because of the winds, they'll have to always position you to land into the wind to help you stop. Otherwise, the tailwind will push you. Even when I was about 50 feet off the ground, the wind was so strong, the airplane was still crooked. With full rudder deflection and aileron deflection, Airplane, the wind wouldn't not let the plane turn. And the unction came. Use differential power. I didn't learn that anywhere. And I pulled the engine on the left side because then it was like this and fired up the right one and the airplane turned and I landed smoothly. Amen. So he will teach you of all things, not all things, of all things. He will go into any issue and decipher the solution and show you how to resolve it. Amen. You need to start listening and stop talking Amen. and stop thinking. Amen. And the unctions will start coming. That's how we resolve that debacle of the hundred year old law over the church. Unctions kept coming, and I kept acting on them, acting on them, until finally we hit the solution. He said, the anointing. <laughs> All right. Watch. But the anointing which you have received of him abided in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things. You notice? I told you of all things, not all things. Of all things. And it's truth. And it's no lie. And even as it had taught you. Uh, he said, you see how desperate you should be for this. He said, because it is what this anointing is teaching you that would determine your level of entrance, how you abide in Christ. Amen. Otherwise, everything will be tales. Amen. 
You keep hearing the testimonies, but you don't know how to get in it. You have to start paying attention. Huh? Hallelujah. Okay. I'm doing it backwards. Look at verse 20. But you have an unction from the Holy One. Watch. And you know you see now, it may not have reached your mind, but the answer is in your spirit. The answer is in your spirit now. He said, but it will come to you by unction. That's a weather issue. There's, a, there's, there's something around that corner. All of a sudden, you see a flash. All of a sudden, it just, it just happens. Yeah. But it will not start happening until you start paying attention. The reason people are scared is it not that Satan gives you his unction. The satanic unctions. He said, them that seduce you. They pull up something. They bring up a memory. They tell you, is it not the, the same thing showing up again? You join the church, the glory is changing your life, things are happening, and here comes satanic functions. Something will happen. You say, yeah, you see, that's that same thing. Okay, immediately you start thinking about, oh, I thought that this was home. Maybe I need to find somewhere else to go. I mean, they keep, he said, them, them, them that seduce you, them. They're so desperate, they don't want you to grow in Christ. They don't want you to become free. Because if the Son of Man shall make you free, you shall be free. You'll be free. They don't want you to be free. They don't want you to stay bound. They want you to keep needing counseling every day. They don't want you to have a resident teacher. Hallelujah. This one is inside of you. You are listening constantly. You have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. You know all things. Come on, say it out loud. I know all things. things. By the unction unction. of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. You have an unction from the Holy One. And you know Oh, all things. You see, a man can't teach you this. That's why we're giving. Moses said to the children of Israel, no nation has God this near. Have such laws, these commandments, that will cause the God of all creation to come down to tabernacle with a country. If Resurrection House knew how powerful and how precious these covenants are, you will keep them. That's what is propelling everything I'm telling you. That's why when there's no money, God will find it from somewhere and give to me. He will never. The old church I had here, when I told you people were running around, they, they bought me a Lexus and they all made pledges. And as soon as I made one decision, they emptied out and left me with the bag. And God vowed to me, this will never happen to you again. Amen. 
Even the armor bearer that led the charge and talked to the church about it, I said, I told him, listen, I'm not looking for anything. He said, well, this is it, you know. He kept describing this Lexus, and finally, even he, too, left. God vowed to me these things will never happen to you again. <laughs> when I bought the Mercedes, he gave me the money. Amen. He told me to go get it. I've given that testimony a million times. I didn't go out coveting something with my eyes. This seduction comes from all kinds of places. And if you don't know who you are, people will talk you into anything. All of a sudden, you start believing it. I was at uh, Walgreens here in Union City. And this guy saw me. He said, well, you don't know me, but I know who you are. I said, that's easy. You may have come to my church or whatever. He said, no, I haven't been to your church. I said, where do you know me from? He wouldn't tell me initially. He said, but I know you. I said, OK, praise God. He said, I was wondering, what is uh, this big pastor doing here? He said, you shouldn't be doing this. You should send people to come to Walgreens for you. Huh? You shouldn't be sitting out here in this uh, neighborhood store. And I'm wondering, who am I that I cannot go to the store? I said, but who are you? He said, I'm the one that washes your airplane. I know you got a jet. And people like you should not be seen out here. You should be sending somebody to the, to the drugstore for you. In other words, you are not acting like we expect you to. I said, well, this one has a jet, and I go to the store. I'm telling you these stories because at your own level, in your own world, these seductions are coming to you. Amen. Are you listening to the unction? Or are you believing the lies of the devil? You, you, you shouldn't take that. If I were you, I wouldn't take that. Good, you are not me. I will take it so I can prosper supernaturally. So these things have I written concerning them that seduce you. Do you know your seducers? Are you your own seducer? Where you think so highly of yourself that you can't hear God? He said, you have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. Watch, I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it. And that, uh-huh. he's quickening what you already know. You know. Say you know the truth. And no lies of the truth. <laughs> you don't know what we're about to face globally. Look at what's happening between Hamas and Israel. Somebody sent me uh, uh, a message saying that, you know, you may not like it, whatever. My, my phone is here. Let me read it so I don't need to, to moderate. I'll, I'll find it in between these two phones. I was so angry. This thing says, there is no easy way to say it, 
But what must be said, must be said. All lives are precious to God, irrespective of their religion, politics, and geography. Let's pray for God's mercies and divine intervention for peace, safety, and security between Israel and Palestine and the entire Middle East. Amen. Now, you see, I just read it, and it went over your head. You didn't even see the level. What are they saying? <laughs> All lives matter. So if Hamas kills Israelis, it's the same as Israelis killing this one. So we shouldn't be. <laughs> That's how leaven comes. He said, them that seduce you. I said, did God give Israel the land or not? Amen. Are we reading the same Bible? Hmm? Because there's so many antichrists in the church today. And they saw these things because it's humanism. Because yes. in America, what's done for one has to be done for the other. So that's why you have D on a roll. So somebody will not feel bad. So everybody goes home with a trophy, even though you are failing. And you chaperone our children into this demon-possessed doggy dog world. And they have no strength to compete. Huh? Social promotions. Because you don't want them to feel bad. God designed it for you to feel bad. He told Israel, I've chosen a people that are no people to make you jealous. So you can get up and fly right. But you promote everybody. Like one young man came to me. He said, well, I'm about to graduate. Uh, from high school, and I believe that God has called me to the ministry. I said, what's your GPA? He said, well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I said, who told you that God wants dum-dums in ministry? When you don't know your right hand from your left, he has called you to. Who are you going to be preaching to? You're graduating high school, and you don't know what GPA is? I said, who is fathering you? You can't go to this church and be such a dumb head. Amen. I may not be the smartest person, but I'm smart enough. Unctions, that's your power. That's your inroad into satanic enclaves where they have shrouded everything in secrecy and the light of glory goes into it. And tells you what is in there. Amen. That's how I know who is who. It don't matter what you're telling me, I probe you. Amen. And the witness here is always accurate. Amen. Trying to talk me out of it, you might as well talk the ground out of having sand. <laughs> I won't even pay you any attention. You have an unction. And you know all things. He said, it abides in you and it teaches you of all things. And it's according to how much you learn from it that you will be able to abide in Christ. 
and then he will start showing you things, and you just act them out. Throw up your cup, and the glory will fall on your leaders. Ooh, boom, you see it happen. Yeah? Pronounce a blessing, boom, you see it happen. Wave at him, I wave at him, boom. Unctions. So I am constantly listening. I don't care, we may be talking and laughing, but I'm always listening for the instructions. Because I don't know, we might be sitting there talking and laughing, and a gunman comes in and starts shooting. But the unction will tell me now, there's a gunman coming. Lock the door. And tell everybody to crawl out the window. Get in your car and drive off. And they come and break the door down. Where you go? Gone. <laughs> By the glory, hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet. We got to go. Hallelujah. Are you going to start today living by unctions? Amen. Hallelujah. The, the unction will teach you. you you're going to prosper. You're going to enter into the supernatural flow of God. Amen. That's what this is all about. Learn it from me. Stop walking in pride. Eh? Flowing. Let's have great testimonies. It's October. God can still get things done before the end of this year. Beloved, isn't it an exciting news that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is abiding in you now? And he says the anointing that abides in you is the source of your instruction, your teacher, your counselor, the one directing you. It's such a comfort to me. I am no longer helpless. I'm not bereft of wisdom or knowledge. When these things came clear to me, I became a listener. I learned to listen to God. Satan is making noise in my mind, but I listen for God here. He instructs me. He guides me. He teaches me in the way I should go. It's a practical thing. And he says that to the extent this ministry of the Holy Spirit functions in your life, that is what would determine your effectiveness. That's what would determine how alive you are in Christ, how you are able to abide successfully in Christ. You can never get past this. There is no substitute for it. There is nothing else but this. As I said in another message, those that are led of the Spirit are those that want to be led, number one. And secondly, those that are listening for those instructions. So I'm always listening for God. I'm always listening. God will instruct you. Even when you're struggling with things or you're doing something God, wrong, God will be instructing you. Now, you know, don't do this. Now, this will lead to that. Don't do that. He will be telling you. You are to celebrate that. Then repent for being self-willed, stubborn, and mind-driven. That's why we have all these, I keep talking about the secular humanism in church, even preachers, pumping out their own bitterness. The Bible calls it foaming out your shame. You are teaching error from the pulpit because it's your bitterness. You need to make sure you are filled with the Holy Spirit of God and not a religious devil. Faking you out. Uh, because you cannot 
speak contrary to the word of God, to Israel as an example, to life of the unborn. These, these things that the word of God is clear on and you go against them and you believe that it's the Holy Spirit in you. Mm -mm, it's not the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will reject anything contrary to the word of God. You will lose your peace. You won't be able to finish the statements. You will be convicted heavily. You have to repent and retract what you're saying. That's how we know you're a son of God. But when you come pumper error, eh? and you're comfortable with it, your name has been scratched off the book. You may not believe it, but you'll find out at death. <laughs> yeah, because when your name is scratched out, then he doesn't chastise you anymore. He doesn't correct you. He doesn't discipline you. He lets you do as you please. That is that revelation I received from the man of God preaching. So God said he hated Esau, but loved Jacob. Now, the secular humanists will support Esau now and rally to his cause. He's the oppressed. <laughs> anyway, but yet Esau was great because he's a son of Abraham. And how did God hate him? God never corrected him once. He's a reject. Even though he did well. He had dukes and he was well organized, had an army. Great man, but rejected of God. I haven't forgotten the testimony of the young man that came to me and said, I heard you preaching today about tithing. I said, yes. He said, you know, I used to tithe, but I didn't see anything. And I stopped tithing. I didn't see any repercussions for it. Wow, that got caught my attention. <clears throat> so I pondered and pondered. And when I got home from church that day, they were asking me to eat. I said, no, no, no. And I went and I laid down on the floor of my bedroom. I said, Father, did you hear what that young man said to me? He said, he said he used to tithe and he didn't see anything. And then when he stopped tithing, there were no consequences. Hey, what God said to me that day changed my life forever. He said it's because he doesn't matter. Whether he does, means nothing to me. Whether he doesn't, it means nothing to me. I said, there it is. Because you're in church, because you have a collar on and say you preach it, that doesn't mean you're a son of God. That doesn't mean your name is still in the Lamb's book of life. It's because you don't matter. That's why you can pump out all these horrendous things contrary to the scriptures and your stuff is still working because God is not correcting you anymore. You are not in, you are not his son. You are not in his book. Who will say what I'm saying? But I'm saying it because I know it's true. I'm saying it because I know God has spoken to me. I'm saying it because I know it's incontrovertible. You cannot defeat what I'm saying. It's from heaven. It's from the altar of God. And with time, God will rescue his children from you and transfer them. God said to Saul, <laughs> I found me a king better than you. Yes. God has found sons better than you and you will soon lose all the people you have. In Jesus' name. I got to go. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. May God change your life forever and turn you from following these blind leaders. 
and come the resurrection way and any son of God serving God in truth. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.